Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Oh man, have you ever had bean skin on the back of your tooth, like from black beans? Yeah. I just had that. Yeah, that's weird. But yes. Made taco soup when I got home tonight. So good. Ooh, that sounds really good. Is it like a vegetable chili? So you take, we have canned chicken, because I eat canned chicken all the time. So yeah. I can cook it and I'll put like yeah, rotel in it. Yeah. So you take a can of that and put it in a pot, right? A can of pinto beans, a can of black beans. Then you put cream of chicken soup in, put that in for, well, what you do is you put the chicken in and a quarter cup of taco seasoning on it and cook it in the bottom of the pan. Put your cream of chicken soup in so then it's not splashing the broth out. Okay. Put that in there. Then we put, I put a can of Rotel, can of black beans, can of pinto beans, can of corn, and a can of chicken broth. Then like, they only come in the huge cans, but you get like the green enchilada sauce okay, from yeah. the grocery yeah and put about a third of that in there boom boil it up and you're golden that sounds eat really it with good. some tortilla chips yeah that's what I said. white people <laughs> tend to put sour cream on that thing and that's not my deal so i heard it's good i'm not a sour cream fan i usually just put some doritos or fritos or something in it and that's it slaps easy slaps. healthy so Sounds good. really good. I almost you made know what that chili. is. We've established what slaps is. Yes, right? I remember. Yes, and I actually have seen people use this terminology lately on the socials. It's so. so good, and you just slap your mama. All right. <laughs> See, I just think it like slaps and sticks to the wall. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> no. oh, gosh, <laughs> so funny. So good. Uh, oh, you should welcome us to the show. We're starting. You should welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment Podcast. Pastor Jim Parkin, myself, Ashley Chandler, the OGs, just us on the podcast tonight. So excited. We've had a couple really cool weeks, and we've got some more folks coming on um, this month. Really excited. So We got got a a tandem mm -hmm. coming on next week. What? I don't know about this. You don't. I don't. As soon as I have it locked down, then you'll know. Okay. But it's in the works, and it's going to be cool. Sweet. If that happens next week, then I know. Well, we both know. Then I could set up our our Freedom Center guy for the, the week after. Or he can come next week. and It doesn't matter. We doesn't got matter. guests coming. It's all good. I love it. Fun. It's been so good. To, I just love hearing about people and their life and where they're mm-hmm. at and what they see and what they're doing. It's really cool. So, yeah. So, oh, so we finished our 31 days of fitness <gasps> challenge. We should right? talk about that. That was really cool. So yeah. I just, the last probably week and a half, I was doing the things because I work out anyways. I just yeah. wasn't posting. I was busy doing stuff and work things and house church stuff and yeah book writing stuff so i wasn't posting so but i did the things because it's all for me it's like i would say 95 percent of it is for mental health same 
Same. I feel so much better. And and I'll say, too, for me, I do a lot of processing when I'm out walking. And right now with a kid at the high school and kids at the elementary school and a kid at home, there's a lot of extra running around right now. So, like, one day I could have driven all the way to Cedar Point, I think, by the time the night was over (laughs) with how much I have been driving around. I'm like, I think you guys beat me. We're the only people around town that probably had beat me that day, except for maybe a trucker or something like that. But, um, so there are days where I don't feel like I really get any mental space to just be left alone and let my brain shut yeah. down and not, uh, have all the things. Cause even when I'm driving, you're, you're paying attention on wh- where you're going and what you're doing and being safe and all the things. Um, so yeah. So getting out, I, my goal was to actually go outside every day. Um, for my 30 minutes of movement. Um, mm-hmm. So that was really cool. I'm like, there was yeah, one dude. day, it was real feels were negatives and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> snow pants are good. Boots. Yeah. You know, they- and like, that's the same thing. I just, I don't like clear my head. Usually I'm in my head complaining during the workout. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is like, why in the, actual how did i start this <laughs> yeah but you know, okay but like you know the late oh what was the lady that came from oh the speaker like a month or so ago she came and talked and she was sharing about foster care and infertility oh, yeah. and stuff um, like that joanna her, yeah joanna she was talking about pouring the oil out before you mm-hmm. get pouring the vinegar out before you get to the mm-hmm. oil and for me that's a lot of like letting my head space clear up from oh all yeah that's cool the junk yeah So, I mean, I do my fair share of complaining when I'm (laughs) in my own head, too. So, Like, if I'm, like, on days off, I try to work out early, you know, early in the day. Sometimes I'll double up. I'll work out in the morning and at night. Okay. But during the work week, like, I get home, and the last thing I want to do is go lift heavy stuff or get on Eduardo. I don't want to do that. I love that you called him Eduardo. But so were there any like, other names that were in the running or was it, has it always like, where did no, Eduardo was, come it. from? It's because echo bike. So I just <laughs> named it with an E started with an E, but awesome. like, yeah, man. Yeah. That's a, like, that's the hardest part is actually. And then I really hesitate, like begrudgingly start whatever the work that I'm doing. And then, then you're never upset that you worked out once you're done, but it's right. just exactly. Exactly. No, it's really good. I think that there's a lot of mindset stuff that I've been kind of working on the last few months, this past year and stuff. It's been really good. I work through Keep Your Love On by Danny Silk, like the past six months or so. That's a really good book about communication boundaries and connection with people. Um, I think I'll probably read through it again. Really good. And then right now, um, I actually started The Body Keeps the Score about how trauma affects the brain and the body. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been pretty cool. So, yeah, it's just, I, I think that there's some parts of me that just thought I would, like, grow up and have all my crap together, and then I would just, you know, keep, yeah. doing, it, keep doing everything really great, and that's not how life and a relationship with Jesus is. You're continually, hopefully, growing and learning and going through things. Right. So it's just, uh, yeah, getting out and being able to think and process and move has just been, in a lot of ways, just that tangible, even on the hard days, to get up and go forward 
is there's a lot that translates to life, you know? <laughs> yes. So, yeah, man, it's, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to all of this stuff. I really like going back to a couple of weeks ago, Pastor Adam, just talking about how this misconception that, well, you know, I, I came to faith and now everything's supposed to be, everything's good, right? Nothing yeah. bad happens. So like with that said, if our guests pan out for next week, what we're going to really deep dive into is compassion fatigue. But that's like being in healthcare right now and being around all of us. You're looking at like an ER and the EMS folks, man. Looking at all these people kind of zombie around doing the thing and really a lot of energy to treat people with dignity and respect and all that other stuff when it's just like, yeah, like, wow, man, like just the stuff that happens in the ER, the fighting the the people are super pissed because you're like, Hey, listen, to come in this building, you have to have a mask on. Well, I'm not going to wear a mask. And now you're not going to take care of me because I'm not wearing a mask. And then open up, you know, Instagram live, you're now you're on reels and they're telling the world what a piece of trash Hurley is because all they're trying to do is keep everybody safe. And, and it's just this endless nonstop, you know, and like today, just like every other day, you know, at any given time, there's probably only five to seven ambulances available, but it's quick to be, like I posted today at 3.33, I think, no ambulances were available. I saw that. And then one came available and immediately got taken for a call. So, again, none available. And it's just, this is the world we live in. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's exhausting. But now it's just normal. Yep. Never any trucks. Like, and like I put later in the in that post, I was like, this was more of a, like, protect your neck PSA like <laughs> like stay home <laughs> I would sit on the couch for like 45 minutes until we got some more buses ready like no risks please right right but yeah it you is. know I mean it's you get to a point where you can only take so much especially if you're ready to to tap out and say, I'm done. I'm done dealing with all the, the stress, mm-hmm. but you still kind of have to, depending on what your situation is, you know? Right. I don't know. I think that that translates to a lot of things. I think people get really, I mean, burn out, and this is, right, in a yeah. lot of ways. Well, yeah. Yeah. And this is something, and like, I'm going to, I'm going to preface this with an apology up front not trying to be arrogant or mean or anything. I'm not saying anything about anybody except for when people quitting something is like some weird motivation for me to stay doing that same thing. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like people come in and they quit and I have this weird thing inside my bones where I'm like, ha I'm still here though. Yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. You know, and it's not like, yeah loser i'm still here it's just like man i'm I'm, i'm just it it's just me to myself thing i'm still here and yeah but somebody still has to do the ems job Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know we can't (laughs) 
Yeah, and it's, it's... I mean, you can't computerize that. I mean, at least in accounting world, you can create a new app or a new program and it'll simplify right. things. Or now you can... All your bank feeds can come into your QuickBooks and it can automatically like right. post stuff for you and stuff. You can't do that with an ambulance. I think too, man. I've been looking <laughs> at some stuff and thinking about it. And then last night I was watching, I can't remember what network it was on, but it's like the emergency room and kind of EMS stuff, but it's England. Okay. And kind of the, the vibe there, the feel is that the EMS is more inclusive with the hospital. That's neat. Than it is with, like here. It's its own it's separate this, thing. It's like this bottom rung, kind of bottom feeder of first responder world. Right. And we're less like fire and police, and more like the pre-hospital ER type thing. Now I just think it's just weird packaging here, weird messaging, and so there's this miss. We misconstrue what we're doing. And also, in a lot of places, EMS is within the fire department. Okay. You know, so okay. just we, we do things differently here. But I just thought that was an interesting look, you know, that they were more line, aligned with the hospital. Because we are, too. It's just that the perception of it's different. Do you think you the know? perception needs to change within like the community or is that more of like within no, different it won't. areas? It's of- just, it's just, it's one of those things that it is what it is, you know, but I think, and, and what I'm trying to do with this book, you know, how that'll look is I'm trying to help people understand what it is like that community. Like I was kind of, kind of the language pastor Jim uses is who's your avatar. Like who is the reader? Okay. You know, and part of it for me is me 20 years ago getting into this, but also for the person who has no idea what EMS even is. That's cool. And also kind of for the what was the worst call you ever had guy, you know. So, which is interesting. We're kind of jumping around here tonight, but whatever. It's, it's a Seinfeld episode tonight. I love it. But like writing... <laughs> And laying it out, and it's this whole group of people, and I'm like, have, I'm having trouble. I'm like, most of the way through an intro, writing an introduction. Okay. But where I'm stalling out, and what, like, we meet tomorrow night, and I'm going to tell the the rest of the group this too, that whoever doesn't listen to the show that is in that group, that is. But <laughs> um, <clears throat> what I'm finding I'm having trouble with is in order to write stories from my career. I have to put myself back in those moments. And most of those moments, I don't want to, you know what I mean? That's really interesting, Jim. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, like I started thinking about stuff. I was going to write one of the chapters is about like a fatality, a multiple fatality in a house fire. I'm like, and I started thinking about it. I was like, I don't want to go back to that. Cause now immediately I was like, all ghosted out today and i'm like man like and all the, like the memories and the smells and the details I'm like uh i'm gonna have to write this whole freaking chapter you know and then well and from what and i've then, been reading is that your brain recollecting all that like you relive it 
your body physically yeah. relives it by remembering it. It's as if like your heart rate, everything that you're feeling and stuff uh-huh. and smell, it's like you're you're going through it again in some ways. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's intense. That's what I'm about to do. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's what I'm about to do but it's not stupid this. though. Like how powerful is this that you're gonna I'm gonna okay. go walk through. No, no, no. Listen, listen to me right now. The whole the whole purpose of Lighthouse was you said in the very beginning of this, dude, this is so cool, that you've gone through this stuff, so you're now going to go back and right. walk through and help people see the way out. So you're physically, literally going to go back so that you can help people walk through. Yeah. and navigate. Jim, this is so cool. Do you realize how cool this is? But it's <laughs> it freaky. Is. It's crazy. Suck. But it's, but it's going to be cool. Right, but it's not stupid. No, it's, it's not. not it's not. I don't mean stupid in that way. I mean, just like this is, it's going to suck. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and, and what's cool is like Pastor Jim got it. Cause I was like kind of going over that with him, just wringing my hands out. And, and it's, it's cool that he understands that what I'm about to have to do yeah. is put myself back in all of those situations. Yeah. And it's going to be exhausting. Like I told people, I won't be done by the time we're done here. Um, shortly thereafter. But it, I'm going to have to go through this out. thing, do the thing, edit it, and then, like, okay. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to do, okay, there was this call, and now that's done in this call. You're right. No, I'm going to have to. It's going to take a minute. Like, so it's going to be wild. So if you could. It's going to be good when I'm done, dude. But, <laughs> like, it's going really ex- to I'm really excited for it, and I'm very um I'm very proud of you as your friend to like you're you're willing to do this like God's put this on your heart to do this and you're willing to do it so I think that's pretty cool I'm excited to read it I'm excited to write it that'd be really cool so if you had to kind of communicate like what what is your why behind sharing your experience Um, like why what what there's, there's layers to it I want people to understand what they're getting into. Okay. You know, I I want people to understand what, like, that kind of trauma is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we thank people for their service. But I really want people to understand what they're thinking, what that thanks is for. Okay. You know what I mean? And and I, like I've said a hundred times before, I know when people say, hey, thank you for your service. Is a hundred percent is heartfelt. They genuinely are thanking us for being out there. A dude came up today, gave us coffee, said, Hey man, thanks for being out here. That was genuine. He honestly sincerely meant that. But what I want people to see is like like what the sacrifice actually looks like. Yeah. Like what it is that that all these these guys, you know, and what I myself have gone through for this for to do this job yeah and that we don't and i think i want like what i want people to understand we don't do all that stuff in spite of the trauma and all the stuff and all the things and all the gross we do it because of that we do it because we're called to a mission that like whatever you know what i'm saying like whatever it's going to be speaking of that so first thing we did this morning 
speaking of gross and amazing, something I've never seen. So this rather, rather big fella had a seizure. So another company went and they got there and he was very big boy. I've moved the dude to, and they called for a lift assist. So my partner and I were close. So we respond for this lift assist. Well, after a seizure, people have what's called a postictal state. And it's basically for the, if you're not in medicine, the best way to describe it is when you hard reset your computer. Okay. So something's going wonky with your computer and you hold the start button and it shuts off okay. and it reboots. So that time it takes to reboot is postictal state. That's what the brain's doing. It's on a reboot. Okay. So it's like you're not answering any questions. You don't know who, where, what, when, why. So during that thing where he's starting to come out of that, like big boy got up. Now he's only wearing chonies, which he has completely soiled. Chonies yeah, translated I, to yeah. American is <laughs> underwear for if you don't know. Okay. So chonies poops all in him. Yeah. And he gets up and breaks his ankle. <gasps> no shh. And- <laughs> so he's walking around and oh. blown out ankle, dude. Oh, buddy, and did he realize I- he broke it? I don't know. Oh no, he was screaming like he did, but I don't know that he did. <sighs> so we're like, we got to get him on a stretcher, and he keeps standing up. <laughs> he keeps just breaking worse. <gasps> oh, it was wild. All's well. It ends okay. We got him on a stretcher. Took him to Genesis. By the time we got there, he was fine. Okay. And he was like, I really broke my dang old daggum ankle. I'm like, you, you really did, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's like you were walking around on that thing. Like, you were going, you Nowhere, were going dude. west, <laughs> and your foot was going east. It was crazy. Isn't it funny, though? That's funny about the human body is how once it resets and everything's back to normal. It's so weird. And that's the thing, it's too. Wild. Like, we're, we, the capability of not like, like no hard feelings. Well, that was I, a huge pain in the butt dealing with that. But like, <laughs> well, I saw something like, online today that was like, have you ever had s- such a hard nap that you wake up and you think you missed school, but you're 50 years old and you're like, haven't been to school. Yeah, for- I mean, just the way, I mean, we're just starting to tap in you know, over the last yeah, 30 years, more and more with the brain imaging scans and stuff that we have now yeah. available to us. Like what, what the Dude, brain Danny is. and I have woke up. We've fallen asleep so hard in the ambulance that we have woke up when our tones drop for a call and so disoriented that we can't figure out like where we are, who's going to answer the radio. I don't know where we even are, but I'm like trying to talk to him. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It, and then seconds later, we're dealing with something that is a catastrophic moment in some family life. Right. Okay, and it so, appears to them like we fully know what we're doing. Okay, Pastor, I'm going to ask you a question because this is okay. some the some of the stuff that I've been rolling around. So with the idea of these traumatic moments, you just said that in spite of, because of, right. like, you're going into this stuff. So I, you know, and we should, I think we should help people that have gone through trauma. Mm -hmm. Like we've had episodes that we talk about just equipping people, giving people tools and, and ideas. There's resources out there, whatever. So this whole idea of, 
I just want to fix all my trauma. I want to be this optimal, functioning human being and not have any problems. I don't think that's the goal, right? Mm -mm. No. But, so here's some of the... So after my brother passed away, I read A Grief Observed by C.S. Lewis. It was really wonderful. I really enjoyed it. And then the last part, he talks about how we're, you know, we set up these deck of cards, these house of cards, you know, have you ever Mm -hmm. made, you know, but then another life event or something happens and it kind of like blows it all down again. And here we are trying to put our lives back together, you know. So now being, you know, almost 37 years old, I've lived enough life. There's been enough world events. There's been pandemics. There's been, you know, there was something online I saw the other day about millennials going through like one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. And then even just on personal levels, we go through things. So what is your viewpoint on what's the expectation of we should want to be the best, healthiest, ready for that call, right? Like Jesus talked about the 10 versions that had their oils. They were ready with their lamps. They were ready for the bridegroom. We should be ready. But at the same time, I'm going to have stuff hit the fan again. And I Mm -hmm. love what Shawnee said a few weeks ago was that her capacity in grief was different. And so I don't tell me some of your thoughts about just this idea of I'm a human being that has gone through stuff. I want to heal. I want to get through stuff. But at the same time, like if I'm going to live like Jesus, I'm going to see, I'm going to throw myself in the way of harm's way in front of the bus for somebody, you know, Mm -hmm. if anything, you know, like what does that look like to you? Like, tell me what you think about some of that stuff. For one, um, like for this specifically as it would pertain to an EMS provider or like a soldier or a cop or a fireman. I mean, you're called into something. I mean, this is just the doctrine of Jim, right? But I believe that, well, what I believe is that there's no way that God is going to allow you to be a victim of the same thing he called you to. Right. Mm, So he's, you can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm not. No, that makes sense. I'm not going to be destroyed by this thing that I'm called into by my heavenly father. I don't think that's something that. Now, I'm not saying like if I self-destruct and go down a road of alcoholism or drug right. abuse or something that that's a free will faux pas that I did. Well, that reminds me of what Pastor Adam said the other week. He said it might rock you, but it won't sink you. Like Jesus right. is always That's with you. He called them across the lake to right. that storm. The way, you know? Yeah, the way I've always said that is that, you know, are often shaken but never shook. You know what okay. I mean? And then, but what I, as far as, you can't always, it's like if when you cut your hand or your arm or your leg or your foot, this, you know, how a scar develops. Yeah. Well, in these traumas, it's just, you have scars on your heart and they're, it's good. That's good. That's going through hard things. Like we've talked about before trauma, whatever pandemics, uh, financial strife, all the things that builds capacity for the next thing. So I think, I think being right, being healed, healed is this gray area. I wouldn't want to be, squeaky clean anymore you know what i mean i wouldn't want to be healed like that or everything's fine i don't even remember the thing 
I want to have all these memories. I want to have them at my disposal so I can write this, you know, dang book. It's like, it's going to suck. I want people to understand like going back on these memories and anyone who has been through stuff like this is hearing this going, oof. Hey, they're going, why is this boy doing this? Fool. <laughs> what a fool. Mm-hmm. But like, it's important to me for people to, to yeah. hear and understand and stuff like that. But I think it's good. I think it's good when we've gone through grief. I think it's good to be able to go back to that. Not dwell in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not be, not be like lost in that one moment and now you can't ever get out of that moment. And you just keep going back and keep going back and keep going back. That's... Yeah, that's, that's not different. biblical. That's not right. That's not a thing. But like, it's good to have overcome and come through things and then, but also be able to go back to that. It's good. And which is, which is to say a big thing we talk about in like the veteran community and the, and the first responder community is the kind of, you know, we kind of have trauma buddies. We've, we've, we've been all through stuff together, Yeah, you know, but, um, the one upping, like I have worse, like you're, yeah, sure. Your brother died, but I have worse PTSD, yeah. you know, and that's, that's dumb. Yeah. You know, that's what we should do for those of us who've been stuff through stuff and, and come, come walking through the other side is use that, you know, like we talked about in an episode deep back, like use that like as a superpower. Yeah. Yeah. For when the person that you know, that doesn't do this job, that didn't ask for whatever to happen, like, excuse me, I didn't ask to see a dude commit suicide right in front of me. Like no one would ask for that. But what I'm saying is, but I did in the way that I'm in this field where evil, bad, dark, dirty things happen. So that there was always potential for something that I, you know, there's a balance of there's potential for things to go completely out of hand, you know, for, for to be like, like we we hear in our church, uh, this isn't heaven. It isn't hell either that like for me to be in that, where the good and evil are actually making contact is normal. That's, that's what I'm called to. That's where I want to be. Right. So, you know, I think that I just, I I think it's wrong of us to do this job to dwell on it and to use it as like, it's, it's weird. It's this balance between, it's not really a badge of honor, but it's something also to hold on to, to use as a tool, part of your toolbox. Yeah. No, that makes sense. You just you don't want to dwell on I I just don't think it's healthy to to just stay, you know, to set up camp, you know, make a home out of out of misery and just stay there forever. That's unhealthy. It's not it's not good for you, it's not good for your people. You know, it like nobody can function that way. But I think it's it's okay to keep a hold of those. You know, in our world, it's, in my opinion, in in our world, in EMS world and stuff like that, it's, there's parts of that that are honoring to those that we've lost, that we, we did our best, you know, to remember that, to remember those people, to remember their family, 
you know, not every day, but to have that. Yeah. You can go back to that and remember, you know, so. Yeah. That's I don't know. That's cool. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And other than that, that was just lots of snow today. Just <laughs> it lots. It was very beautiful out my window. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Everyone was all home and stuff like that. Our neighbor came over and Steph came over and snowblowed the driveway. Ah, that's great. That's nice. That's awesome. Yeah, they're cool. So, yeah, all's good. That's good. I'm going to write a little bit tonight. Still working on that intro. I'm really, because the last any type of writing or English, any type of class like that, was probably in 1987. (laughs) So... But here's the thing. Your personality Sentence. is going to come out. It's going to be great. And, you know, Sentence that's what structure and whatnot. Nah, that's what editors are for. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. No, I a few of the things that you've written, it's like very poetic, like very neat how you write. So I, well, think I write like I talk. That's the thing I was telling those guys last time we met. I was like, here's the thing. I told them the same thing. I haven't had English class since the 80s and i write like how i'm gonna write i said listen to the tle podcast because that's how it'll like how i write (laughs) is how i talk that's fair i think that's it's not i told sarah carlton because she edits pastor jim's books i say say a bunch of words from english class and she started saying like nope i know none of that (laughs) and she 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 was she was laughing so hard i think i don't even know what that is no sentence structure no that's but not see, real. There's, there's a different type of writing style for different things. Like if you're writing a medical essay or, you know, some scientific paper, that's not what this is. It doesn't have to be fancy. Well, so that's the struggle, dude. Cause writing, like writing the narrative of a call <laughs> is, is this weird, is weird short, shorthand hybrid. Yeah. You know, it's not, there's nothing proper. There's no, nothing grammatically correct <gasps> about that. So are you going to put like a snippet? Like, would you ever put a snippet of what the medical report would kind of be an example of and then give your account of it? Like in the uh, text? There's, I think, one or two of the stories that I plan on using where I could do that. But others of them won't. That wouldn't. Yeah. You know. It's interesting, though. But, yeah, there's, like, a lot of different ways to style writing. But, no, that's. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's going to be fun. Like, it's going to be benefit. I'll probably get through it a lot quicker than I think. You know? But, yeah. I'm excited at the same time. Freaking horrified. <laughs> <laughs> Like it really, that really hit me. If I'm honest, that hit me earlier today, like this afternoon. I was like, okay. I was like in my head, I'm like structuring how I want the, like the intro, what I, what that'll be is it'll explain what an EMT is and it'll go through the, like my training, how I got there, you know, being hired to the fire department on nine 11, all the things through. Then now all of a sudden I'm a paramedic and we're, we're doing the thing. And then I'll go into all the stories and stuff like that. But I was thinking about those stories, man. And I was like, dude, I was like, oh, oof. like, 
It's like, like peeking, like peeking in the door a little bit, gone. Yeah. I was like, oh. I just like cracked that closet open and I was like, oh. And like memories started flooding in. I'm like, dude. And then we drove by a house where one of the things takes place, like, like where it all transpired. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and at that point, dude, I was like, to God, I'm like, okay, now you're just messing with me. You're just messing with me. <laughs> now, okay, I'm on this block today. Never been here in like eight years. But like, it's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be cool. But it's going to be rough. I'm sure it's going to. One step at a time. One yeah. day of Eduardo at a time, dude. <laughs> oh, Eduardo. Oh, I love that thing. That's what they say, man. The fitness people say those those like air assault bikes or the echo bike would be their like deserted island equipment. Okay. If they were like on an island, that's the only piece of fitness equipment they can have. A lot of people like. Because the harder you go, the more resistance it gives. Okay. So it's like. Okay. You should get one. You'd love it. I should probably pull out my row machine first and actually use that. <laughs> you have a rowing machine? Mm-hmm. Why are you on that thing? Because it's like in the back room and I'm like all lonely in the back room. I got to put on music or TV yeah. or something. Yeah. Dude, podcast. Yeah. Music. That's true. Okay, That's that'll where be, I listen. That'll be my goal this week. Before I come to house church on Monday, we'll have gotten on the row machine once. There it is. There we go. All right. Well, gang, this was a weird episode, I admit. But I don't know. Sharing my thoughts tonight. So mm-hmm. this is what happens. So a lot of what we do is just share our life and talk about stuff. And yeah, just having combos. There's a lot of normal life in between all the the glitz and glam. There's <laughs> no just, glitz and glam. I know. That's Gross. why I'm laughing. <laughs> like, I would say this. Like, if you're feeling, if you think, like, dang, I think I have compassion fatigue. You do. If you've been doing this job throughout any portion of this pandemic through this dire straits EMS shortage we have in Genesee County, you have compassion fatigue and it's cool because we all do. So don't think you're doing anything wrong. This is what it is. We'll get through it. Yep. Then we'll have a story to tell. It's all good. And Jesus is always so good to bring us like at the right step at the right time. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there's stuff that I'm like, Oh, I didn't, know that we are going to come around this corner and deal with this right now. <laughs> but he, he knows. I mean, he knows what we need. And if we're got something that we're coming up against, he knows. So you just take one step at a time. He's got us. So. so I heard this thing the other day, and I know lots of people don't like that Seattle pastor because of his weird outfits, Judah Smith. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But he had this cool, I saw this thing on his Instagram that was just fire, where he was, like, talking about how we should be, like, actually talking to people who might not yet be believers. And he's like, oh, so what? what's that you say? 
oh, you hate God. Great news. He loves you. Like, <laughs> oh, where was he? I don't know. But great news. God loves you. You know, like, like the whole thing was so just brilliant. And it really is that easy. Yeah. Like, listen, Jesus loves you because he loves you. And that's it. There's no, it just is. I well, the great thing is I don't have to defend where he was because he knew no. where, where he I was with you. So, I mean, <laughs> he, he's, 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 yeah, he'll find you. He was there. <laughs> he was there. Seek Jesus. He'll find you. Yeah. Anyway. All right. That's all I got. You should come to church on Monday and check us out on social media. And this podcast will be up on Thursday. And as always, thank you, Freedom Center Church and Kingdom Builders, with whom none of this would be possible. All right. Peace.